What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon McCollum, also known as BMXC, and this is Nice Minds. I am with my homie, my dog, AP the Rockstar. What's good, my dude? What's up, man? How you been, bro? I am good. Working hard, working hard, busy. Hell yeah. Uh, working, man. A lot of work. That's what's up. Uh, so let me go to a little background on how we know each other. So we actually know each other through a mutual friend uh, that would always talk about you uh, when we worked at the group home together. And you worked for the same group home company, but we never worked together. I just would always hear about you and shit. And yeah. then we got connected <laughs> online and I was like, oh shit, this dude is dope. Because every time, every time somebody says, yo, my friend raps or yo, my friend makes beats. Always. I'm just like. All right. Whatever. All right, whatever. <laughs> Let's see what this is about. And I, I always check people out, but I was just like, damn, this dude's impressive as hell. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, so we, we just connected off of that. Um, so how did you get your start with music? Well, it started probably, I would say, junior high. And I would be the kid in the back of the class not doing the work. Uh, I went to Ramsey, and everybody was just getting into trouble. And I was like the art rapper dude. I never thought about producing ever. And then, I don't know, I just started listening to like, my mom bought, well, that's jumping into it. But I'll say I started in like seventh grade. What were we about to say? Your, your mom bought what? A Busta Rhymes album, right? Just out of nowhere. She was just like, listen to this. That's what's up. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then she just was like, yo, listen to this. And ever since I listened to it, I'm like, wow, like learning wordplay and different styles. And I never knew that you could, you know, every rap sometimes just sounds the same. Right. So when you heard something different, I was like, wow. And I started listening to Tribe and started listening to uh, Leaders of the New School. And just I started digging deeper, you know, back in time. And I was like, okay. This is this is fire. And I just started doing it ever since then. That's dope. Cause I was actually introduced my mom, she would always deny that she was the one that introduced me to rap, but she really did because she didn't think that she liked rap because I don't, I don't think she just like knew what it was back in the day. But like she used to bump Tone Loke and like Oh Tone Loke. And like Bobby Brown and uh, Nina Cherry and like just a bunch of old school stuff. I mean, in the eighties, like when I was little, little, right. and and I think it was like before she even knew what it was as a genre. So then, yeah. as uh, like I just always remember hip hop being part of my life. Like it was just always, it, it was just a natural progression. I mean, then you know, because I was a kid in Cali, then I got into Snoop Dogg and Dre, and of course, uh, MC Hammer was big when I was like six. So I got into Hammer and then Crisscross and. Like all that shit, you know, in the early, early 90s. Um, so it was just always a part of my life. But my mom was really the one that introduced me to hip hop, too. So that's crazy that you said that your mom introduced you to Busta. Yeah, my mom, man. I mean, my dad never was there. He was in Detroit. And so his thing was like, my I would get sent to Detroit if I messed up in school. And they were listening to like country. Oh, crazy. So I was like, okay, I mean, yeah, weird. Black people, country music, it was weird. Detroit, it was weird. And I just was like, you know what? Let me just, you know, get good grades. And my mom would, would pay for my studio time. Oh, that's dope. And that was like the catch. Like, okay, you get good grades and then I'll pay for your studio time. And she like got me a demo and like printed my stuff out. And yeah, it was crazy. It was cool. So was your mom like in the industry then a little bit or? Well, she was in the modeling industry. She owned her own modeling agency. 
And at the time, she was like getting in trouble because she was like, I want to use music, but I don't have the rights to these songs. So I started making music and she started using my music or, you know, we just started just collabing. My mom was my manager for a long time. Oh, that's dope. Until I got a little bit older and I was like, okay, no. But I had the momager and that was cool for a little bit. And, you know, but yeah, she's super, you know, supportive. But it was, it was never like, it was more, how can I say it? Not negative, but it was more so like she would be like, I don't like this song. It was never like, yo, this is a fire song. She was just like, no, this ain't it. You got to come harder. You got to come harder. And I just kept getting better and better because of that. Though She used to be my biggest critic and fan, though. That's crazy. I bet the pressure made you grow like crazy. You really though. did, man. You really did. When did you start uh, making beats then? You know, I'm still not confident in my beats like that. What? Because I, I didn't start off as a producer. I didn't either. But I, I, sh I started shortly after I started rapping, though. Yeah. Well, mine was, I, well, if I started rapping in seventh grade, I probably started producing my own music, like, when I got into McNally. Oh, okay. That's when I started. Because, so it was late for me. It wasn't, it wasn't soon. I just got into it with my producer that I was working with. And because he wasn't taking it as like a, he was looking at it like a hobby. You know, when you collaborate with people and they're not like their passion, don't they, they look at it like it's a game. And I'm like, no, I want to do this forever. And it's always the most talented people, too. Man, he's so dope. He was so dope. But I'm like, OK, you want to keep working at Walmart and Walgreens and we're getting fired from Burger King. I'm like, I'm about to do music full time and just see what happens. And it worked out, you know, that's what's up. So have you been full time in the game then? I've been full time, man. Um, That's what's up. Shout out to POS and shout out to, you know, certain people who just like believed in me early and would just give me advice and come over to my house and, you know, be like, yo, man, you need to really be doing this, at least selling your music. I didn't know I could even sell my music. I didn't know anything. I was just like, okay, I rap, but I didn't really know what that meant. So I, I went to a show. I didn't even know who like POS or Doomtree or anybody was. I, I went to a show in like, not Mankato, but like Duluth. Or it was just off the grid. Like, you know what I mean? Shout out to Duluth. I'm not saying they're off the grid like that, but like, you know, it was just it <laughs> more was, or less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm from St. Paul. So it was like, we would never go to Duluth, but I was at a show in college in Duluth and he was performing and then he was smoking like a cigarette or something out back. I didn't know who he was. We just started talking. And then he's like, oh, what do you do? And I was like, I make music. And then ever since then, like we've been connected. And like he would just come over my house and in the hood too, bro. Like he would come to like, he was on Selby and just like, he just would come to the hood and people would be like, that's your boy. Like, you know, and then he would just invite me to things and all my friends would go crazy. And I never knew like, Still to this day, I we make fun of each other all the time. I don't know not one POS song. Really? That's crazy. Not one. And like, he's helping, like, I'm about to help produce his new project and all this stuff. And I've never heard, I, I can't say I never heard a song, but I can't like quote lyrics or nothing. We're just That's like crazy. real good friends, you know? We don't even talk really about music. It's just kind of like, you know, how is your family? How are you doing? What's next for you? I go on tour with him sometime and I, I go to a couple shows and, you know, 
I, we support each other. Because he's got some bangers that I think you'd like. Yeah, no, and I <laughs> and all my friends love him. You know what I mean? I just never met him like that. Like, I mean, I never was introduced to his music like that. I was a huge fan from like '04, probably, um, up until like I don't know, recently. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I did a. I think I opened for him in St. Cloud once at this little ass venue that mm-hmm. um, my my buddy and his mom started, and it was in St. Cloud. It was this little rinky dink venue back in like '06, and he mm-hmm. played. Pro- There's probably only like. 30 people there but i mean pos came and and killed it and just like just ripped it up in front of like 30 people and it, it was the most like he had like, POS. the the crowd of 30 people just jumping it was it was dope no their shows are insane insane like i didn't even know it would be like it was packed and i'm like in duluth and it was just weird it was just weird but i was like okay so there's a market in minnesota and that's something crazy too that there's a market for there's so many, like, how can I say this? Uh, you have, like, your sound set, atmosphere, doom tree over here and stuff. You know what I mean? And then you have, you know, laser beat, everybody over here. And then you have, like, this underground hood rap Minnesota thing, too. And it was, for me, I was, like, in the middle. Yep. Because I could rap like that or I could go like that. So it just kind of left me like, damn, man, where do I, how do I get signed to like a rhyme sayers? Or will I just be on the street, you know, passing out mixtapes or, you know what I mean? I never, I didn't really know. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck everything. I'm going to just do it all by myself. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I'll take support and I, I like collaborating with people. But for me to be the best me, I, I honestly just have to do it myself. Yeah, there is like a... a- a weird disconnect between like the rap uh styles in this state and it's it's right. really it's really odd because i've always just yeah. been a fan of rap you know like yeah in general like i mean i like you know conscious shit i like mainstream stuff i like street stuff i like you know everything right uh, i mean yeah. if it's good it's good if it slaps it slaps i mean that's how yeah. you know i mean especially like these days i mean i went through my phase in like between like oh four to like like 2009 where i was like all underground, no mainstream shit. Like I, yeah, you know, I was yeah. on the, that like Rhyme Sayers wave and Doom Tree. It's funny you say that because what I was rapping about was not that. So I remember being in the studio with POS and he's like, yo, fuck artists who, you know, act like this or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, bro, I'm that artist that you're talking about. You know what That's I mean? Because I'm rapping about this shit that I don't have. I'm living at my grandma's house at the time. And I'm rapping about Bentleys and shit. And he was rapping about people who would do that. I mean, granted, I was younger. You know what I mean? But it was still kind of weird at times because he was super, like, conscious. You know, and I was super just, you know, on the whole other opposite shit. But, yeah, it worked out. And he's he's dope. And he's still super supportive, like, of my career. That's crazy. So uh, what made you decide to move? Because you moved to Houston a few years ago. What made you, like, finally jump out of minnesota i was kind of like watching my grandmother right i was she she got into some and she ended up passing away so pos came over a couple days before she passed away and he you know he he showed his condolences and shit and i remember talking to him um a few days after that i went to new orleans and he was on tour and he's like bro why don't you just you know get out of there 
You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be easier for you to pop in a different market. You know what I mean? Because in Minnesota, I wasn't, you know, conscious or boom, bap, or, you know, real, like, hip-hop. So my mom and dad, shout out to my pops, he lives, he works at NASA. And he would always say, yo, come down. Like, let me give you a tour of the city. He's from Houston. And I was like, uh, eh, like I'm I'm from the Midwest. Like I wasn't thinking of the South like that. I went to school in uh, Marietta, Georgia. I lived in the South before in high school, but I just didn't want to go back to the South. I want to stay home. I love St. Paul. I love where I'm from, bro. So I'm like, you know, I want to stay here, but nothing was cracking for me. I was just kind of like, I know I'm dope, but I don't think people are going to get me yet at that time. And I, I didn't even get myself, to be honest. I didn't know what I wanted to do, really. Take it serious or because I didn't know what t- taking it serious meant. You know what I mean? What's taking it serious when you're 19 or 18 and you're thinking you can you know, go on tour? And it, it just didn't seem like something possible, really. So my grandma passed and um, I just didn't have anything really there. You know, like you said, the group home, I was doing that. But I'm like, that still wasn't, that was like, that was, it was fun while it lasted. Anybody in the group home business, they know that it can, you can turn it to fun. You can, I had a blast, bro. Some of the best moments ever has been working with clients and, you know, working with people that you meet. I met a couple people through there, you know what I mean? And still I'm cool with them to this day. And there's people from back in the day that I don't talk to them no more, but I still talk to everybody from the group. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like a vibe. Everybody was cool. We were young and getting some money and it was cool. And so I ended up just saying, you know what? I don't have nobody here really attached to me, no girlfriend, no none of that. And I was just like, I'm going to just take a chance and just go. Now, I don't know music shit, so I can't lie to you like, oh, I wanted to leave Minnesota to go pursue this dream. I just left because my friends really weren't my friends no more. Uh, I, I was like losing faith because as as I got older, I'm like, OK, nothing's working. I dropped out of uh, McNally, dropped out of college and was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't know what I was going to do. So let me just go and go to Houston. I've never been to Houston, bro. I literally packed up my little weak ass Passat, hopped on the road and drove all the way from Minnesota down through Iowa, down through all that to Texas and never came back. Never came back, bro. And just life got better, you know? So it was a good, it turned out to be a good move. And then you moved to Portland. Was it earlier this year or was it last year? Uh, Earlier this year, March. That's what yeah. I thought. That shit was very, like, that was weird. You know what I mean? Because that was, like, from Houston, it was all Black people. All. all. I didn't see no white people in Houston, ever. And then moving to Portland, that's, like, a city that's, like, even whiter than Minnesota. And I was like, wait, what is, like, it was a culture shock. And I didn't know anybody. Now I love Portland. You know, it's kind of like just making anywhere. You can put me anywhere, bro. I'm a, I'm a still, I have to create, you know, I have to collaborate. I have to just be around like-minded people who do the same shit as me, you know? That's what's so, up. Yeah, that, that was left field for sure. How was your uh, LA trip, man? 
Oh, oh, the LA trip. God, oh, man, I don't even know what I can say about that. I can say it was amazing. And I can say that it was life changing and just seeing like stars, bro. Like you never see it from St. Paul. And you're like, wait, that's the person from, wait, that's the per. And then I meet, um, there's this artist named Jameson. And if people don't know about him, they should check him out. Oh, he's dope. I've been familiar with him for years. He's fire, man. And um, I meet him at a party in Hollywood. And I'm like, wait, first of all, I'm in a party in Hollywood. I'm from like St. Paul and it's, there's no like parties like that. Like it's very, I don't know about how you grew up, but my shit was not like, it was just kind of a normal life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like normal life. I, I didn't grow up in a fucked up neighborhood. It was just kind of normal. I had a great, I went to Groveland, you know, Groveland. It's in St. Paul. Yes. Yeah, in St. Paul. It's an elementary school and Ramsey and Arlington. And just, I was just normal. I grew up normal. And Bro, I'm at this party and I'm just seeing all these people. And so my connect, he introduces me to Christian's, uh, Jameson's publicist. And he's like, oh, this is AP. He writes, he's a producer and he, you know, he raps. And he was like, oh, okay, my name's Christian. And I just left it at that. Whole time I'm thinking, bro, you know, sometimes, and this is something that people should know, fake it till you fucking make it, bro. Yep. Not fake it like fake who you are. But just, it's okay to, I don't know, like maneuver without look. I don't know. I'm a big fan, right? I was a huge fan. I knew who he was. I, I had him on my playlist. Like we were just listening to him. And when I met him, I acted as if I didn't know him like that because I didn't want to be, oh my God, Jameson. Like right. I'm here in LA for me. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to meet people, connect and just be cool. So I introduced him. I mean, we, we got introduced. We watched the show together and found out he was like super cool. We exchanged numbers. Uh, we were going to do lunch, but I had to fly out. And he was just in Portland last Saturday, called me up, got me tickets to a show. And now that's a, that's, you know, we're working on some new music and it's just fire to be like, damn, bro. Like that LA trip was amazing. I could say that. And a lot of like label stuff came up too that I can't talk about, but it is definitely 2022. Yeah, bro. It's going to be insane. That's why I don't quit this shit, because I'm like, damn, man, I'm not where I want to be yet, but it's right there. And this is the the this is what people miss when they make yeah. it. The grind, bro. So I'm just appreciating the grind right now. I got hit up by a, a buddy that's Grammy nominated recently, and so I got some shit in the works that's that's might be crazy. Ooh, so wait. remind me to talk to you about that when we're done with this. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I also think twenty twenty two could be could be lit. I love how you switch up your style, bro. Oh, thanks, man. That shit is fire. That you just you. I feel like with me, I'm kind of not in a hole or in a. I have my own lane. You know what I mean? Like I'm not competing with anybody. I really just love to see people work and that don't sound like everything else. And I yeah. think your shit because I don't heard you make some beats or just. You know, that was like, oh, he, he can do that too? Or, oh, is that techno? Oh, is that, you know what I mean? Like, I like that you can switch it up, like me, because I like to switch it up too. 
Thanks, man. Yeah, my style is all over the place because I'm. I mean, it really is. Man. I like, like I told you, like I don't listen to one type of rap, man. I mean, I'm right. like, I'm into that, like you know, old chop sample Kanye style from back in the day. I'm also into you know crazy hard bust your shit open trap beats. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm also into like you know '80s pop. So I've been making like '80s bangers lately, and and it just just all depends on my mood, really, you know. And yeah, man. I don't, I don't really, and l- like you, like I don't. I don't sit and make music with a lot of people. I'm like by myself. Like I'm like in my own zone, you know? So like, I don't have a lot of outside like opinions on right. my, on the shit that I'm creating. And, um, you know, sometimes I, I miss that like working in person thing, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like a lot of people are making what everybody else is because they're in the studio with people all the yeah, time. Man. And everybody's yeah. like, you know, giving their opinion on what they're creating. And I think yeah. it just kind of, that's why a lot of people say like things sound the same, I think is, is cause everybody's just trying to follow trends or follow what their buddies are doing or whatever else. And, and I've never been on that, you know? Nah, me neither. Never. Even when I was in school and that's where you get most of your like influence, right? Yep. <clears throat> just everybody's rapping. And I, I and I don't want to sound cocky or anything, but I was like, I'm better than everybody at this lunch table, bro. You know what I mean? Like, then I started thinking about it. Like, I think I'm better than what I think I'm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a time where talented artists. I mean, I guess everybody in their own sense is. If you're creating, create. You know what I mean? Even if it's trash, just create that shit. Like, just make your music that you make. If it comes from the heart, bro, just make that shit. You know, because at the time, I mean, my style and what I've talked about has changed. So there's growth and all that shit. But I'm just like, I just felt like, damn, man, like I'm writing. That's when it really hit me when I started writing my own stuff. It was just kind of like, damn, I do have a style. You know, I didn't know what my style would be. Would I rap fast? Would I rap slow? Would I rap like... Am I rapping about happy shit? Am I sad? What is my thing? So then when I just started rapping, I'm like, damn, I can do this and that. And then I started being like, damn, I'm better, I'm better than some of the rappers that I like that were famous. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I need to just real just stop playing and just do this shit. Like for real. And I'm, I'm again happy that I did it, man. And I want to change my style more. So when I listen to you, I think it's dope because I'm like, damn, he produces. I'm I'm fairly new at producing, but I'm like really trying to get into it. And I, I admire that because I'm like, damn, I want to learn how to make some techno. Damn, like I know how to play the guitar and shit, you know, but that's like on some rock shit. And people don't know that. Like rock AP the rock star is because I really like got guitars over here and playing like bands with white boys really raging, like for real punk rock rap type thing but that's that's that pos influence i bet right 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 <laughs> yeah hell yeah so yeah and and that's dope too messing with people that are just so open to you know he don't care about what it looks like to you know people he's just gonna put out what he puts out and that's kind of what i'm doing man. i talk about just everything hell yeah I, I do feel like you have a style that doesn't sound like like everybody you, you definitely have your own your own sound and that's that's what i think that's what what makes people great and that's you know when they have stuff that like yeah it's it it has you could tell who they're influenced by but at the same time Mm. it doesn't sound it sounds like them you know and nobody else that's what i'm saying yeah all the greats like every everybody that's like really really great 
they don't sound like anybody else. They have their own flavor right. and their own sound. And I think that's what, what makes us, you know, original. And um, Who is your inspiration? Oh, man, all over the place. I mean, uh, I would say from back in the day, Tupac is like the mm. goat for me. Um, and then uh, always Kanye. The Donda project. I liked it because my my mom passed, you know, uh, right. this year. So there was stuff on there where I was like, it, like it brought me to tears. You can relate to it. Yeah. yeah, I could relate to it. Ain't that the dope thing about music though? It can help out so many people oh, you don't yeah. even know. Just you're just rapping about what you you know been through. So yeah, I mean, all over the place. And then like for you know R and B and pop. I mean, like I've been listening to a lot of Weekend. Um, I've been listening to, I mean, Frank Ocean. Uh, I love Frank. I Ocean. wish he would put out some new shit, but man, I'm good with the old shit too, man. Like I'm always listening to shit, you know, whether right. it's samples or like other other people or like whatever, you know. Do you be ever be out like at a restaurant or like in the elevator or some shit, and you just shazam because you hear a sample that? Oh you, yeah. You, you might hear some shit, and you're like, "What the fuck?" I was at this Japanese restaurant with my roommates, and I was like, "Wait, what is that sound?" Not Shazam, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna fuck with this later. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. all any sound that I hear, I'm thinking, can I flip it? Yep, me too. Can I flip this all the time? I, I, I'm watching. Uh, was it uh, the uh, Netflix show, the the games, uh, Squid Games? Oh yeah, the Squid Games one. Yeah, and I'm hearing little things. I'm like, yo, I can use that or everything, bro. Everything. Same. I, I always want to flip shit. And that's Same. the new producer in me. Because like I said, I, I didn't start doing it till like after college. And that happened because my friend, he ended up working with an artist that I introduced. I'm going to say names, bro. Fuck it. You oh, said I fine. could be real yeah, on this no show. Doubt, yeah. Lioness. Do you know who that is? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so shout out to Lioness. Um, we, we fell out. Even to this day, like, we don't fuck with each other. But I still think she's fire as hell. I'm a fan. I love all her shit still. She's dope. But I, I introduced her to my producer. And I don't know if it's because she was, like, torn with atmosphere or something. Or I don't know what happened. But my producer started acting funny towards me and started working with uh, Lioness. And then all her shit started saying, we were called the Warriors. Right. And we worked with the cool kids from back in the day. You remember the cool kids? Oh, yep. Yeah. Right. So we signed with them. We moved to Chicago. That's some other shit. But at that time, <clears throat> I was like, damn, she kind of stole my producer. So I don't have a producer. What the fuck am I going to do, bro? So then I said, you know what? I, I learned. I, I knew what he was doing, kind of, because I would try to just fuck around with it because he would always be at my house fucking around with it. But when he like snaked me, I just was like, let me start doing this shit myself. And now my shit sounds better than his shit. So I was like, you know what? It <laughs> it all kind of works out all the time. You know what I mean? But you got to go through them bullshit ass moments. And, you know, being in the industry or just fucking around with any type of music, man, people can be snakes. Yeah. People can, you know, it's just a whole bunch of bullshit behind the scenes, man. But for me, I just wanted to always be able to make music and not rely on anybody to, to help me with that. You know, like, okay, Thanks. I lost my producer. I'm not going to instantly just go to YouTube and find some beats. I need to make my own shit, you know? I like that you didn't just start ripping beats off of YouTube, bro. 
That's my right. pet peeve, bro. I mean, as an engineer, as somebody who like re has recorded random artists here and there, like when, right. when somebody brings me a fucking YouTube beat, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but you know what? My thing was this. I, I would hear songs on like SoundCloud and I would purchase it. I was a purchaser. That's dope. That's if you dope. hear a song that of mine on YouTube, it's because I actually went on the dude's page, paid the $100 for the beat, you know, so you can use it for a mixtape or something. That's what's up. But for like an album, a project like this album that I'm working on uh, now, it's it's 80% me and then 20% other producers that I actually like collabed with. So That's it's not no internet beat. And if, if it is, it's because I sample certain things. You can buy packs and, you yeah. know, all that. So, yeah. But, yeah, lost my producer, man. She stole my goddamn producer, man. And I was out here on the in the cold all by myself and... That's when I moved to Houston. I was like, you know what? I'm about to just go crazy, man. How has the craziness of 2020 and 2021 been for you? I mean, have you been just locked in, making beats? Like, what, what's been up? Everything fucking sucks, bro. Right? Everything sucks now. <laughs> like, Straight up. Like, uh, it's just everything just kind of went to shit, bro. I lost family members. Um... I lost friends. I uh, I was gonna get married. Lost my fiance. Oh, damn, I'm sorry, bro. Bro, everything was bad. Like everything was bad. It was horrible. 2021 sucked. And I remember 2020. I was like, damn, nothing can get worse than this. And then 2021 happened, and it got worse. So now I don't even talk about 2022. I'm just I'm just happy to be here and be alive and be doing what I love to do at this point. Because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow, man. Yep. So I just, I'm, I'm focused on the now, not the future. You know, definitely not the past, because I didn't like the past. The past was fucked up, too. I'm happy where I'm at right now. You, you feel me? Like, now's the time. I don't, uh -uh. working on the album, you know, I'm a father. You know, that's a beautiful thing. I'm, you know. I'm in a new city still. It's still new to me. You know, I got cool people that I can reach out to to help me. And, and like, I, I'm still learning, bro. I'm learning about Pro Tools and recording myself or booking time at an actual studio. And so I, I can say that in 2022, I just want to learn more, you know, because yeah. sometimes when, when we do our shit, we think that we we got it already. You feel me? Like, we feel like we we already mastered this shit when it's like, no, I, I work with people that are signed and I'm like, bro, you're playing the instruments that I want to learn. So just like, perfect. You're playing it perfect. How, why are you still going to these like uh, seminars and why are you still reading books on the piano when you sound like goddamn Beethoven? And he would tell me, yo, just never stop learning. You know what I mean? Never stop learning. Even when you're the ultimate shit, you're never the ultimate shit. You know what I mean? Like, you're never going to know every single thing, so cram that shit. I'm a huge uh, fan of Gary Vee, and I was just watching one of his videos today about um, about curiosity, and he was, like, talking about how how we we never just never stop being curious. And I, and I feel like, like that's always been my approach to creativity is, like... Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm not against any means of creativity. So like some people are against like 
using loops. Some people are against, um, you know, using like certain technology or, you know, just the different things that people call cheating or whatever. And I'm like, right. bro, like, I'm just curious about all the tools and all there's the no cheating, man. There's no cheating. Oh, I do have a question not to interrupt. Oh, what up? What do you feel about? I've been noticing this lately. Like I would listen to not even just Kanye. We could say Drake. Well, that's typical. We could say who's an artist. Um, Okay, let's just say Kanye puts out an album and you go on Spotify, right? And you check out the credits and for the writing, you'll see like seven people. And I've been seeing this on a lot of infra, like producers slash rappers. You look at the production and it's all these producers. And I'm sitting here like, damn, do I really like Big Sean? Or do I like the writers? You know what I mean? Because it's like, I'm doing 100% myself. I'm not having anybody engineer it. I'm not having anybody rewrite this shit. I, people don't even record. I'm doing it myself. All this shit myself. So when I see producer AP the Rockstar, uh, writer AP the Rockstar, engineer AP the Rockstar, I love that. But I'm starting to see people and just having tons of writers. And how do you feel about rappers having writers? I'm very like iffy about especially with rappers but like dr dre never wrote his own raps um yeah like there's certain rappers that like you you just know never write their own (laughs) shit but but yet they like orchestrate everything um so like kanye for example like the reason why he has seven producers on a track or whatever and um is because he'll you know, he'll hear something and he'll be like, oh, I like that. It's the same thing with like when he was digging for records back in right. the day. So he would like, you know, he basically he samples all these producers essentially. So like so like right. he'll orchestrate everything and like he'll he'll take stuff out that he doesn't like. And then, it, you know, before he knows it, he's got freaking seven producers on there. Um, right. But it's all a process. What do you feel about the writing part, though? The writing part, though, I, see, I don't know. I mean, if somebody's writing all your lyrics... Can we be a fan of the rapper still? Yeah, I don't know. Because at that point... You're just a fan of their voice. I mean, their their vibes. Let's switch genres. Rihanna or something. Well, I mean, classically, pop, pop had songwriters, though. Right, yeah, and that's fine. That's fine, because they really don't even care about who's writing lyrics in the pop world. Nobody gives a fuck who's writing right. the part. You know what I mean? With rap, it's different. But it's like, who's the entertainer? Who is this image? You know, so, okay, Rihanna has aesthetic. You know, like, okay, she's this person. But she might not know how to write music. She might just have the voice and the look. But is it, is it cheating? Not cheating, but does it really count if you're not writing it yourself? That's a good question. Because I, th- I think at this point, like... Everybody knows that Drake doesn't write a lot of his shit, you know. So, right. like, and I think for me, it, it's I'm a fan of the vibes. I'm a fan of the the voice. I'm a fan of. Right. The, so I don't know. It's it's a it's a tough thing because as like somebody who is is a fan of MCs, mm. um, you know, I I very much am like write your own shit. I I, I me personally. I would never have anybody write for me. Like never. if if I say a rap, like I'm writing it. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, but at the same time, it's like if it were a hook or something, and I was collaborating with somebody, that's then fine. then that's different. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Then that's fine. I'm totally fine with collaborating with people because I see you know if they have a feature, it'll say their name too. But it should only for me, it should only say two names. 
You know what I mean? It should be you and that person's name. It should not be these unknown. And if you're a writer, get your money. Be a ghostwriter. I'll definitely be a ghostwriter. If Drake wants a verse, <laughs> he got it, bro. But my thing, nobody can write for me. I wouldn't even write that. I wouldn't even rap that shit. Bro. Yeah. If, it, if I'm not writing it, I'm not rapping. Yeah, same. Because I'm a fan of getting on this phone and just really just writing. You know what I mean? Well, typing. You know, but I like that better. Well, that's how we both started, too. I mean, I started writing lyrics, you know, when I was like 15, 16. That's what yeah. I started with. And yeah. then I, I started making beats like a year or two later. But, right. you know, yeah. like I I'm a fan of lyricists. I'm a fan of, you know, at the end of the day, I'm I'm, I'm a fan of like that real hip hop shit. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm like I said, like I'm also a fan of vibes. I'm also a fan of music. So it's it's really just a. it's a tough situation especially these days because it's it's changed but you know what i have beef with i have beef with people who call because the the term producer has gotten thrown around so loosely these days when it's like like yeah there's seven producers but motherfucker those are beat makers kanye is a producer yeah like dr dre is a producer like him or hate him diddy is a producer yeah they're people that orchestrate the shit you know they're they're they get everything all the sauce together they they're in the studio directing artists dj cal is not making the beat he's not writing the lyrics he's not rapping he's not doing anything but producing you got to go back in the day uh jimmy jam uh yeah jimmy jam and terry lewis and right where where people are like okay they're not in these videos like that but they're getting the behind the scene check. You know what I mean? They're writing for people and producing for people. So I think, I don't know. I just, I always thought a producer was just, like you said, a beat maker. But yeah. now that I'm actually producing, I'm like, yo, I like this artist. I like yeah. this artist. If I put them together, make the beat, bring it over here, yep. help them write it, I'm producing. Facts. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you a thousand yeah. percent on that. Because a lot of people say they're a producer, but don't know how to make a song. Right, yeah, the last couple songs that I ended up releasing was a solo song of mine and then one that we just released as Nice Entertainment. But it had, like, six, each, both the songs had, like, six people that ended up contributing to it. Um, right. I, like, like, for my solo song, I wrote all the lyrics, but I had somebody sing it, I had somebody play guitar, somebody play uh, bass, I had somebody play drums. Right, yeah. Um, you know, somebody play keys, uh, you know, I did a few things, but... I fucking produced that shit. Like I, I'm not gonna, right, yeah. I'm not gonna give the, those people like producer credits. I'll say like guitar by so and so, blah blah blah. But I fucking produced that shit. Yeah, yeah, and it should be like that. Yeah, so that that's the thing, and and then but but that also raises like because back in the day, um, certain beat makers wouldn't even get credit because like oh, like God. the old Dr. Dre shit. Um, it would say produced by Dr. Dre, but a lot of that old shit. Like in the NWA days, like DJ Yella made that shit. In the Death Row days, um, it was Warren G and Daz making all those beats. But Dr. Yeah. Dre was like the face of it, and he was the the orchestrator. Still, people like that that just got this big face, and you're like, damn. Wait, Timbaland didn't do that beat? When you look it up, you're like, oh, he didn't even do that. I just wish the term producer and beat maker was like a little more uh used separately and i wish that the you know the people credited would be credited for their like their 
what their contributions were instead of as producers because right. not everybody is a producer you know not everybody is a producer so man. yeah man that's the way i look at it yeah i'm still learning back to your shit uh your album narkill that you came out with that that shit is fire bro so how'd that come about i appreciate it um okay so with narkill i was and this is something that people shouldn't do but i was competing with my last project before that called suddenly suddenly yeah. and because i started getting a lot of people that were like yo this is your best work yet it's your best work and i'm like damn how do i top my best work and then i just said you know what i'm gonna just put out a project that feels good to me and that's something that i can listen to it, it was like i wasn't thinking about people with narcan i was thinking about myself will i ride around listening to this shit by myself would I want to share this to the world? Like, but I, I I didn't care what the world thought. So that project is probably my favorite because I was able to just, you know, and then think about it, like with all the stuff that happened in that little period of time, moving and losing people and doing this and doing that, you're like, damn, do I even want to create? But that shit was so like therapeutic for me. And I'll have a little bit of humor in some bars or, you know, and that's not for no, that's for me. <laughs> like when I'm making music, I'm not even thinking of really about people. I'm thinking about, will I listen to myself as this rapper if I wasn't this rapper? You know what I mean? Like, will I like me if I didn't know me and I just came out randomly and with the music I, I've been creating, I would listen to me. <laughs> you know, I had to stop asking for people's like, what do you think? What do you think? I don't care anymore. Like I, I have a formula and I like the shit. So even if people don't support it, listen to it, I don't care. I'm going to be doing this forever, bro. Like this is, this is what I do. I'm never going to stop making music. So Narkid was dope, but I feel like this next project is my best work that I'm about to drop. Uh, November 24th. What's this one called? This is called if there's a hell below. That's a dope title. And it's fire, bro. Yeah, you'll get it before they get it. You feel oh, me? Yeah. I'll definitely email it to you. And it is, it's probably 80% done. 80%. I, I just have to go to the studio and mix and master everything. And then I'll be done with it. But it's like about 13 beats. I probably produced 10. That's what's up. And yeah, it's no features. Just all me just spazzing on that bitch, man. Like... Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's going to be cool. It's a lot. It's a lot more uh, lyrical, you know. A lot more lyrical. Um, yeah, it's just it just shows growth. You know what I mean? And I love to grow with this music shit, bro. I wanna. I was listening to a song of yours ten years ago on YouTube. Uh, mine? You didn't even know? Like we didn't know of each other? You knew who I was? No, I didn't know who you were, bro. But it was. 10 years ago and i looked on my youtube and it was a i saved it you know how you can save videos on youtube yeah in the song um i might can pull it up right now bro just to show you that Dude, i'm not that's playing crazy uh scream you're invisible scream you're invisible yeah holy shit bro that was in my saved shit from like 10 years ago what from 10 years ago. That's when we did the music video was 10 years ago. See? Did, was it the music video or was it just the the audio? It's the music video. It's the whole thing. 
Damn, bro, that's crazy. You just blew yeah, my mind. Years ago. So I was like, damn, I was on to you before. What? You know? Yeah, man. Bro, I had yeah. no idea. I produced that shit. So like, you, like you know how it had guitar on it? It had my buddy screaming on it. Yeah, so yeah. the dude who actually screamed on that, you know who Mod Son is? Yeah. Um, Mod Son was in, was in his band. So they were uh, four letter lie uh, was the dude who screamed on that track, and That's Modson crazy. was 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 their drummer before he went solo and like started his rap shit. Wow. Um, so yeah, that was like one of the first songs that I like. I mean, I made a bunch of beats on that album, but but that that song was like, I had my buddy uh, play guitar on it. I had actually my ex who it was kind of about. She played uh, like the string part and like the the wow. keys on there, <laughs> um, and like yeah, so. It, uh, my buddy drummed on it like I, I, that was like my first like kind of orchestrating and producing yeah man you've been fired bro thank I you was man. on it early i appreciate that that's crazy 10 years ago yeah, 10 years ago i Damn. was 21 bro where did you shoot that joint at uh so the there's two two shots so the the first part where like i'm i'm wearing black um yeah. so like i'm wearing black and part of it i'm wearing white and part of it so the one where i'm wearing black was like september of 2010 and that was uh, do you know uh anoka um like the the town of anoka oh yeah yeah anoka yeah yeah so there's like the main street like like 169 and main street there's okay. like nobody really knows but but un like there's like a bridge right there and and the river's right there but like under the bridge there's like this this dope like grimy like like there's like tags and all this stuff so we shot there and then um I and like the girl that I had in the video was my manager at the time. I ended up having a falling out with her, and like stuff happened where the, it just didn't get finished until the following year. And then I had started dating my girlfriend actually that December, and then she was in the video, so she's the one that you see in the video. Oh, um, and so we shot the rest of it in June, which was 2011, which is 10 years ago. Um, and then we, we dropped it and this, that song was actually like two years old at that point. Um, because Whoa. it just took forever to get the video done and shit. Ain't that dope. Like progression wise, like going yeah. back to what, you know, we were talking about is like, I was using you as a reference that, you know, it's progression because your shit don't sound the same from 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Like you obviously get better. Yep. You know what I mean? And if you don't, that's when it's the issue. And then you got to start coming back and start thinking like, why am I, you know what I mean? If it just always sounds the same and it's just, eh. for me, I started out and it wasn't good, bro. My shit wasn't good, but I was just like, cause I was trying to sound like everybody else. But then when I really started tapping in and finding my own style, that's when everything just got better. And just like you, you're progressing. Just like me, I'm progressing. You know, I'm, I'm sure people that we work with, you got to start from, you know, somewhere. So it's dope to see your growth too, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm 20 years deep at this point, which is crazy. Man. And at 36, I'm like, I should I should have, like, with all the setbacks and failures that I've had over the year, like, I should have been quit by now. But, like, something something is like, I, I, I got to keep going, bro. Like, I'm, like, I poured my whole life into this. Like, I'm not stopping. You know, yeah. I, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm going to be rapping forever, but I know for sure I'm going to be making music and I'm going to be producing forever. And I, you know, as, as long as like I have ideas, I'm going to keep rapping. And, you know, I don't know if like that's my main serious thing that I want to focus on. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to stop that because I still have ideas. I still love it. 
think about that every day. Yep. Seriously, I think about that every single day. Like, damn, bro, am I getting too old for this shit? Or just I hear other people's shit pop, and I'm like, that popped? Like, what am I doing wrong? I think I got this shit, but, you know, I, I, I can't stop. It's just sometimes it's about networking. Yep. It's about it's about who you know. You know what I mean? Yep. It don't it don't matter like all the fucking talent you got the te- most talent in the world, bro. But if you can't get if you if you can't get a meeting or like how do you facts? You know what I mean? Because that machine, bro. Like we hate it, but it really is gonna help. Yep, it really helps, especially if they're supportive of you pushing your message and what you want to put out, and you ain't gotta, you know, uh, you know, kiss ass in the industry, and you can you have your own space to create. That's, you know, but people do that all the time. We just don't hear about them. And not necessarily doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not on. A lot of my friends are on and work on Young Thug's new album. And they really just live, you know, up the street and are regular. I'm okay with that type of fame. If rap doesn't work out for me, I'm okay with that. As long as I can produce, as long as I'm around music, because I'm going to do music forever like you said yep yeah as long as you're doing what you love i mean su- success is subjective i mean it su- success is like only what you make it to be you know and, yeah. and as long as you're doing what you love and you're happy and um you're making the moves that you want to make i mean that's that's all that matters bro i mean right. like you said like like you know making music for yourself not not making it for other people you know like what other people you know what other or caring what other people think and, and just doing it right. your way you know and and just making sure that you're progressing and that's something i really really realize and and you mentioning that you were a fan of screaming invisible is just blows my mind it's it's <laughs> like i you know up until the last couple of years i i was kind of at like i, I never thought about quitting really i was never mm. i don't think i've ever been like i'm quitting music but i was like how the fuck am i going to make it you know, yeah. over the last, like up until like the last couple of years and mm-hmm. the last couple of years, I've really like, and, and since I started this podcast too, talk to like-minded people all the time, I really started to realize I'm like, I've been doing this. Like I've been contributing Bro, to people, people's careers. <laughs> like I've been right. making it like, I, and like, I, I've been looking at the progress and I'm like, I can finally see the progress. And I'm like, there's no way I'm quitting this shit. And especially Never. like now with my mom, you know, passing, I'm just like, I got to do this shit for her, you know? Got it. You got to. I got to keep it going. You got to keep going, bro. Because that's what the same thing I said about my, my grandma. Because she was the person that would let me be on the drums down in the basement, uh, you know, two o'clock in the morning, coming home drunk from Billy's. And I'm just beating on the drums and just, you know, any even younger than that, I was just, they, uh, my family allowed me so much creative, like, space you know what i mean where some of my friends couldn't do it they were fucked up in fucked up positions and you know and their parents weren't really supportive but i seen your mom be super supportive in your career just like mine you know what i mean so it's like yeah you you definitely got to keep going man yeah because that's that's one thing that keeps me going because i'm like damn i know my grandma's like yo it's finally happening you feel me so yeah man hell yeah and i was also gonna say this is left, but you brought up Monson. Yep. Right. And me and Monson worked together. And ain't it crazy how he went from like fucking nothing to like 
a fucking star now, bro. He's dating Avril Lavigne, bro. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> and not like, listen, shout out to Masa because to Masa. he was another Damn. person that would. I'm sorry if I'm rambling too. Oh no, that's good. It's cool. He's a he's the type of person that gave me a shot when I was working with the cool kids because they ended up doing some shady shit. And that's when I really learned about the industry industry. And I remember coming to Monson and through a connection, see, gotta have a fucking connection, through a connection, this chick that was running like a magazine or something in Minneapolis reached out to me and was like, hey, I got this opportunity with Monson if you can come to the studio now. So I go in there um, and it just, he gave me a chance and I, he learned about the things that I did and he was like, wait, you made I'm Dogging by uh, Sir Michael Rocks. That's my favorite song right now. And his friends was like, yeah, man, you listen to it every day, man. And I was like, oh shit, this came out of my grandma's basement. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy that he gave me a shot too. So shout out to Monson too, man. He went from, I seen him hosting the, was it the Minnesota Awards or something like that back in the day. And he was just a nobody. You know what I mean? He wasn't like a cool dude like that. Like nobody, he wasn't big in on the scene by any means. But like he hosted and he was still cool, but he kept the same attitude. Like, I don't know. I haven't like tapped into him now. Like I don't, he done got too fucking famous. That is next level. But I love to see somebody from the, from our hood, you know what I mean? Make it because it shows you know that damn there's a market his music wasn't sounding like anybody else's his shit was just on some other shit he fucking made it you know sometimes it's the image sometimes it's the how can we sell this shit maybe i'm not as marketable marketable you know what i mean so but dope to him that's fire to him i uh i actually knew mod son too um we I, i recorded at his studio um blooming sounds back when it was i i don't know if it was the one that you went to but was it right off of uh washington in that like red building uh in minneapolis north it was in minneapolis i think it was a red north and it was like a red building and it was it was like a cool like little like it was a cool setup wasn't it but yeah i went i went and i recorded one of my tracks and at the time he was he was only charging maybe maybe 20 30 bucks an hour or something like that that's what i'm saying bro he was but I, at the time, like I was broke, broke. So like, I, I couldn't even afford that. Like I couldn't really afford to go back. Right. Like, and so like, but I could have kept recording with him and who knows like what, you know, if I would have built with him or whatever, but. Or maybe it wasn't meant for you to get on. Right. That way. Well, I think about that too. Yeah. I mean, it, if, if I would have blown up back in the day, bro, I would have made stupid oh. mistakes. I would have probably had, like, <laughs> 10 kids. Like, I probably would have, like, you know, had, like... My mom says the same thing. My mom says to me, like, yo, if you would have popped in high school, you would have been a one-hit wonder. They would have forgot about you. You would have you made some... You would have signed some bullshit, and then you would have got fucked. <laughs> like, you know, to put it like that. But, yeah. So, it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. You know, that's on God's time. You know what I mean? We really can't, we really can't force it, man. That's why I'm still doing it and taking these trips to LA. I'm like, damn, if I'm out on the West Coast, let me make the best of it, or Pacific Northwest, but let me make the best of it. I drive 16 hours to Cali whenever, like, and I'll be there for a week working through connects, through, you know, just every time you go down there, you're meeting new people. And now I know Jameson, and now I know. 
this people working with Post Malone and damn, now I'm meeting, you know, Ray Strimmerd and just all these people. And you're like, damn, like you, it's the company you keep, right? What are your last words that you want to leave the people with? Find your Utah. And I'm going to break that down. You know how Kanye like goes to fucking Utah, right? Wyoming, but yeah. Oh, yeah, Wyoming. It's okay to disconnect from the world, especially in the, the days of the phone. That's like super pro, but so many cons to this shit. Don't give a fuck about likes. Don't give a fuck about views because I'm in meetings with not a lot of views. The views don't matter. It's who you know. So I'll leave it with that. Fuck the views. Facts. Fuck the numbers. Don't get into the numbers. Don't get into a popularity contest. Make your dopest music that you can make. Put it out and let, you know, the universe do what they want with it. That's what I'll leave it with. Wise words, bro. Man, it's been great talking to you, man. Uh, I know you got big things ahead of you and you've done yeah, yeah, yeah. You've done big things, man. I, I appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Hell yeah. And I'm a big fan of you. And I'm happy that you have me on. And I've been a fan for 10 years and I show proof. So yeah. That's insane, bro. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. All right. Tap in anytime, bro. Same to you. Peace. Peace.